For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. This is News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. And this is Atlanta. The food, the wine, the entertainment, the lifestyle. This is Belinda Skelton's Atlanta Living, sponsored by Vane Innovations. And a good Saturday to you folks. I'm Belinda Skelton. And today, this hour, we are talking about the interior of your home. Like it, love it, want to change it. That's what we're going to discuss today. I have two of my great friends, Ann Plotz and Margot Grambling, and they have returned because by popular demand, the last time you were on, the phone lines went crazy. <laughs> you solved so many of the listeners' problems, and Ann, I'm still uh, in awe of the solutions that you gave to several of the listeners. So we're going to put you on the hot seat again. So if you have questions about things that inside your home that you are not in love with, but you don't exactly know how to change it. You're flipping through magazines. You see that pull together look, but you don't know how to achieve it in your own home. Well, we have the masters of interior design and Plots and Margot Grambling. So ladies, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Belinda. Oh, we love you. Well, I love you more. And <laughs> folks, 404-872-0750. That's 404-872-0750. And Anne and Margot, something that I see in magazines that really gives it that professional look and design are when people mix patterns and when they do it well and make it work. Now, when I mix patterns, it looks like I went to a yard sale and bought everything <laughs> that they own and just put it in the room. But how do you mix patterns and make it work? Okay, I'll take this one. Yeah, this is totally your gift. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> in one room, I had 25 patterns oh, one good. time. <laughs> You also went to that yard sale. She did it on purpose. I did it on purpose. There's an easy, easy way to uh, judge that, <clears throat> and I call it the squint con the squint test. Uh -huh. If you look in your room and you squint your eyes, if something pops out too dark or too light in the mix of what you're doing, pull it out. Okay. Okay. Let's just say you want six or seven pillows on your bed or on your Oh, sofa. my husband loves that. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know, men do. They just they love do. The more pillows those. on the bed, exactly. the better. The better. <laughs> <laughs> I've got some funny stories about those pillows. Uh, but anyway, um, just pile them up as to how you like fabrics and textures and then do the squint test, and I'm telling you, it works every time. I like mixing large patterns, small patterns, and Marco's going to talk about geometrics. Okay. But the geometric pillars are the things that are very current to throw a pretty geometric shape in the middle of some traditional-like pillars to give you that pop. Like, I see uh, stripes and the chevron. Yeah. Um, now, would you throw in a... Um, an animal print in there, or absolutely, you would. <laughs> yes. Animal print's like a neutral to her. Right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
It's almost like people do beige uh, paint oh, on the walls. Wow. <laughs> my little great, great granddaughter, when I was moving everything in my mountain house, she looked at me and she said, I'm going to tell my children when they come up here that you love pillows because I think I had a hundred pillows. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. And so it takes you an hour to get ready yeah. to go to bed. Yeah. Not on the bed, but they're just all over everywhere. But it, I love it's a pillows. way to add great personality to a mm-hmm. room. So you can really add spice and just do the squint test. Like that's how I do the Christmas tree mm-hmm. where I see when I have holes and right, putting the right, lights on. Right, right. Okay, the squint test. The squint test. And then, you know, look at patterns. Um, don't be afraid to mix a small pattern with a large pattern. An interesting stripe, not one that's maybe so bold that it just stands out. That looks cabana stripe Right. Okay, and are we keeping in the same color scheme or mm-hmm, are we mixing mm-hmm. colors and patterns? Both. <laughs> Both. You can do both. I might have a seizure if I walk into a room. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think, you know, you're either sort of a a neutral or you're a person that loves a whole lot of drama and color. And the ones that love the drama and color think the neutrals are boring. And the ones that are neutral think the color ones are loony. And And squinting your eyes, that keeps it all in the same tone, the same family. So when one pops out, that one's being a little more loud and needs to go. Now, do you do that in one particular area, like on a sofa, on a bench, or do you do that all over a room? Oh, I do it all All over over. a room. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it's not just one focal point that you are mixing the pattern right all over and then kind of feed a color or a pattern through to like the side chairs or to the art and just kind of let your room just kind of slowly glide around from place to place like chair to art to rug to something on the coffee table i like to have something that kind of marries the next piece introduces the next piece because pillows are an accessory art okay yeah Now, speaking of art, and folks, if you want to chime in and have a question or add your two cents, we would love to hear from you. 404-872-0750. That's 404-872-0750. And you are speaking with Ann Plotz and Margot Gramling, my two interior design gurus that are in the studio (laughs) with me. So you mentioned pillows as art. When you are picking art out for your home or your room, Should you be thinking of the color scheme and the room that it's going to be in? I think yes and no. (laughs) Um, Let me just... Let me she's say straddling the, the fence. She yeah, is. straddling the fence. She's pushing you to the next level yeah. is what she's going to do. Once again, you have the people that are only comfortable with things that are safe. Okay. And so I just think don't toy with that. I mean, that's just what keeps their equilibrium going, and it makes them very happy. Really, the more artistic you are and arty, and can push the edge a little bit, you're going to have a more interesting interior. That's when you don't match the colors with with what you're doing. So art should be able to stand by itself in a room and not have to match anything. Right, right. Okay. All right. Well, let's go to the phones, ladies, and speak with uh, Kara in Milton. Kara, you're on WSB. How are you today? Well, I'm just fine. Thanks so much for taking my call. Sure. Tell us about your room. Well, this is my living room, and in it I have my very favorite possession. It is a very large red oriental rug that I received from my grandmother when she moved. It's uh, been in the family for decades, and on the wall there is a, um, a very large abstract 
painting um, in the red family, but more of um, more towards the oranges. And I just can't quite seem to figure out how to get the painting to work with this traditional red rug. Is the color bothering you, or is it the, the abstract with the traditional oriental rug? It's the color. Okay. It's, you know, they're both in the red family, but the, the rug is very jewel-toned, and the painting is more towards the, towards the oranges. I would make peace with it, mm-hmm. and I think it sounds exciting. Uh, and let me say that you, like Margo said, you can marry in other colors uh, or textures on chairs, on pillows. I would bring in some abstract pillows and okay. try to work in. Uh, I'm going to give it to Margo. I would love to see you mix in some neutrals and some blacks in the room. Maybe do like a neutral sofa and maybe a black coffee table and then throw some pillows on the sofa that have different versions of that orange or go into, you know, some of those tans that kind of go a little orangey and just get kind of a color palette going there and then throw on some coffee table books that have pretty covers of um, sunsets or you know, just different aspects of earthy kind of things and blending all those different textures in, I think it's going to make you feel more comfortable combining those two colors that are so different. And don't forget your lampshades. You can do a lot of interesting things. You can sort of break the contrast between what you see as red and the orange, and you can break that with patterns on your lampshades. And listen, you can have lampshades fabric. I mean, you can pick a favorite fabric and take it to a, a lampshade a retail place where they make lampshades. And, you know, there's just a lot of things that you can do between that piece of art on the wall and the rug on the floor. Okay, well, wonderful. I will, um, I will take those suggestions to heart. Wonderful. Excellent. Great. Thank you, Kara. I hope that sends you out shopping with a purpose. We're going to take a break. We're speaking with Ann Plotz and Margot Grambling, and we're talking interior design. We'll be back with Atlanta Living right after this. And welcome back to Atlanta Living, where we are talking the interior design of your home. You like it, you love it, you hate it, you want to change it, this is your hour. 404-872-0750, that number is 404-872-0750, and Plots and Margot Grambling, they are just like... Uh, family to me. I've known them for years and uh, they are answering your calls and let's see if we can squeeze a quick one in ladies and we have Carol in Atlanta here. Carol just thinks she has too much space in her living room. Is that right Carol? Yes it's um it's long and narrow and when you you walk in the front door it is 22 feet long Mm. and 10 feet wide so when I designed and decorated with the furniture and the television in a nice, comfortable setting, I've still got like, you know, six feet of dead space by the front door. Mm. So you, you basically are decorating a hallway. Well, Carol, I think you've got an opportunity to do something unexpected, which is always a spark for design. You might want to look for an interesting piece that looks, um, I don't know, a red piece of furniture or a black piece. Uh, Excuse me, it could be a chest. It could be a table. 
that you could maybe do some tablescaping and stacking books and putting objects on top. You don't necessarily have to have seating all the way down there. But, I mean, I would look at, I don't know if it's large enough to even do maybe a game table and chairs or something that you would actually sit down and use. You could use it to play games. You could use it for supper for two or whatever. You just have to look at the space. But that 20 Two by ten is an odd shape. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, so anyway, I think you ought to look at it with fresh eyes that it's going to be an opportunity to do something unexpected. And, you know, if I had a picture of exactly what it looked like, you know, I could just zip that right out and tell you. But uh, just think of something that is totally not the color of what you're doing, just like they do really um, – Sometimes putting an oriental piece in a room or something that looks like Chinese Chippendale or, or something that Margot likes to throw in a black piece with even glass or something. Or even something artsy, like a sculpture, like a really pretty stand with a sculpture on it or some type of thing that's kind of interesting and artsy that looks collected or even a group of like pottery or something in a collection. That gives you a chance to folk, folk a lot do a focal point with a collection or something that you could, you know, work on the next year kind and, of collecting. And, you know, I'm taking what Margot said, you could even do two small little ottoman on each side that could have a geometric pattern that kind of pulls into the seating area That's when you say, want And then to. if she needs the seating, yeah. she has the ottoman, right. a tufted ottoman uh-huh. or something for mm-hmm. seating, and That's it can right. be used as a table yeah. mm-hmm. as well. Put a tray on top, stack books. I love stacking books on anything. And art books would look great. I love the idea, Margo, of using a sculpture or something like that. Or even a travel area. You could use that to highlight if you travel a lot. That could be like your next destination you're headed or or the one you just come back from and you have some pictures from the, the vacation and you've bought a few artifacts from the vacation. It's a great way to kind of show your loves, your interests, your things that you're passionate about all in one area. And really all you need are three things, thinking odds odd numbers, but just kind of gather uh, three things together, and it really makes a a really vibrant focal point and really kind of introduces people, since it's by your front door, it introduces people to who you are and what you're passionate about, and it really leads into conversation, and I think it's great. Does that answer your question, Carol? Yes, those are great ideas. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Have fun. All right. Happy shopping. You're listening to Atlanta Living. We'll be back with more interior design uh, hints and design quests for you with Ann Plotz and Margot Gramling. You're listening to Atlanta Living only on News 95.5 and Atlanta Living uh, on WSB. Live and AM 750 WSB. Depend on this is News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. And this is Atlanta. The food, the wine, the entertainment, the lifestyle. This is Belinda Skelton's Atlanta Living, sponsored by Vane Innovations. And welcome back to Atlanta Living. Woo! Where did these people come from? Oh, we are broadcasting live now from our live lounge. So we have a live studio audience. And wow, there are a lot of pretty people out there. 
I'm not accustomed to seeing anybody look back at me. <laughs> so seeing all these eyes, that's great. We are broadcasting live from our live lounge, and we are talking interior design. So we have Ann Plotz and Margot Gramling, and um, they are talking about the inside of your home, whether you love it, you hate it, you want to change something. That's what we're talking about. The rest of this segment, 404-872-0750 is our number, 404-872-0750. And Andy, we're going to get to you in just a second about your question, but we were talking about how to have that cohesive, pulled-together look in your home, and we all want it. We flip through the magazines, and it's just, it looks like it was just meant to be everything has a purpose in the room but when we look at our own rooms it seems like it's just kind of haphazard and and margo how do we have the the pull together look what gives it that cohesiveness i'll take i was going to say the first step is to clean it up (laughs) a lot of times (laughs) a lot of times our rooms look so disheveled because maybe we are and we need to see where we're piling papers maybe you need something there for organization or you can really make a room work around your lifestyle and some people are messier than others and have lots of piles I think she's stepping on toes here <laughs> <laughs> but i think if you really think about the way you live your life and the function of the room i think getting just your placement of your furniture is key okay. and cleaning up and then kind of building on that like start with your sofa you know think about what your room's going to be used for is it going to be used for watching tv if it is the sofa you know you need to be in good view of the tv so that's in your thought pattern, and then kind of work around that that thought. I think a room is never finished. I think like we are, that we grow. We, You know, just think about clothes for every season. You think, I don't need another thing to wear. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you pick up a catalog or you go in a store and you go, oh, I love the way that hangs down kind of long. I got to have that. <laughs> just one or two little pickup things. Same thing with your home and your interiors. You know, you don't just go in and do it 20 years ago and do and no changes. Mm-hmm. You know, life is fluid and it's meant to be. And you need to have kind of a sense of humor about life in general. So I think you look towards the accessories. And uh, Margo and I were talking on the way over. By the way, Margo is my daughter. And uh, <laughs> so we were chatting up in the car, and we were talking about what a difference accessories make. Just like with the outfit, like your pretty necklace, you know. You, you can add something to a classic look, and then all of a sudden it's got that spark. I right. think it is the very same thing with home. So I definitely agree with Margot that you need to get things in order. And once you get things in order, you need to look at where you add the sparkle. And where, and we're all, you know, we're all working with a budget. So we, we're looking for... Just that right thing to put, like we talked earlier, the pillars on the sofa, the art books that are stacked with some object on top. You know, I still do that, and I've been in, I've been decorating. I'm 68, and I've been decorating 50 years. I mean, as a child, I was decorating. and um, Your little dollhouse had the yep. finest furniture. It did. <laughs> it did. And I was moving things around, and, you know, we do what it is that we were meant to be doing. So, so a lot of people put their furniture in one place, and like you said, they leave it there for 20 years, yeah. but it doesn't have to stay in the same place, and furniture can move from room to room. Right. And like I have 
um, a dresser that uh, doesn't look like a dresser. So I've moved it to the top of the stairs, and it looks like a nice just accessory piece. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, pretty. So just move things around to keep it fresh. Exactly. And one thing, too, um, try to think out of the box and get that furniture off the wall. You know, float some things to where they're not, everything's not lined up like, you know, the cafeteria or, you know, just kind of float maybe a chair and an ottoman or, you know, some different pieces to where it kind of brings a little more interest. And it's always great to bring in an outside outsider to come in and help because they aren't married to the pieces that you always feel need to get go together. Say, for instance, you inherited your grandmother's bedroom set. Well, an outsider could come in and say, oh, I think you need to split up the end table, send those to the guest room, bring in these other tables from this room, do a mismatch. But when you look at it, you can't, you know, you can't see beyond splitting grandmother's furniture right. up. Or if you've had a chest, like you said, in every house in the same spot, you just can't really see beyond that. So bringing in some creative friends or professionals or people that just have a, a real talent for it. I love it when I love bringing mom over to my house or bringing I somebody. Bet. Well, of course I do. <laughs> or bringing somebody really Who artsy would? and out of the box that kind of pushes you to that next level. I mean, I don't necessarily do everything they say, but it really pushes me to kind of think outside the box of what I usually use things for, kind of using them in a new a new way and a new place. You and I always give love an it. example of that. Margo was living <laughs> in Charleston, and I went to a wonderful uh, tag sale in Madison, Georgia, and uh, it ended up being one of the Candler families. And when oh, I knew wow. that, I went, whoa. <laughs> and I didn't need another thing. I don't even need a Christmas present. And uh, I saw... <laughs> we'll remember that. You remember that. Margo can amen that one. Amen. And there were these 30 plates, these wonderful French uh, plates that I got for $30 and stacks of them. Immediately, I thought of them all over Margot's walls in Charleston. So I go down with the, the and we had the best we time. We had so much fun. They were and beautiful. They were just absolutely beautiful. I bet. And you know what I'm loving seeing? Small dressers used as side tables mm-hmm. for bedrooms. Mm-hmm. Yes. That is so inventive and you always want more space on your side tables for the bedroom for your your magazines and whatever you need close beside the bed small dressers for that for side tables Mm -hmm. okay we need to go the phones ladies we could chat all day (laughs) but andy from coming wants to talk to you welcome andy you're listening to atlanta living how are you i'm doing well ladies how are you this afternoon good what's going on i have a fireplace in our den uh that is connected openly to our kitchen, but the fireplace has that white, gray, a little bit of black marble surround on it, and we can't stand it. Oh. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a mantle? Yeah. It, it does have a mantle, and it has, it's trimmed out with uh, white woodwork, and it's actually the drywall above the fireplace is pulled out away from the wall about mm-hmm. four inches or so, so wow. there's some definition there. But the you know around the both sides, the top, and then the uh, the floor part of the fireplace is all that white gray marble. Okay. Well, if it's that statuary marble that is the pretty pretty marble, that's one thing. And if it's kind of cemetery marble <laughs> that you know looks like a tombstone, that's another thing. Uh, <laughs> Let me just say this. Uh, 
changing the color of marble is out of my expertise because I think you would have to do something like epoxy and whatever. I'd leave the I'd leave the marble alone, and I would try to do something very uh, creative with the wood, with the mantle, with the wall. The darker you make things around it, the more it is going to protrude that white color. So you right. almost probably need to go in and fall in love with the gray tone that is in there. Now, that is very French. You know, the French have that white marble with the gray. You might right. want to Google up some French kitchens and okay. take a look at some of that. I'd kill the white trim around the marble. Mm, I, I think that'd the, be gone by the end yes, of the day. Yeah, the white trim is too much of a contrast to that gray, and it's pulling yeah. out. They're just compete. They're fighting each other. I think you need to mute it down. And um, also, while you're googling, Google up some of those chalk paints because I think you need to dirty up your colors around it so mm -hmm. it's more of a natural, earthy um, tone like that. I would also go into the medium grays. And um, maybe even play around with a color, couple of different grays, like do a lighter gray on the bottom and then go over it, like just kind of brush it with a darker gray. I mean, you know, just experiment. What about those, the, the French gray mm -hmm. that um, I talked th about last time? That you talked about last time yeah. is coming to mind, and we pulled up that color. Yeah, it's like a putty gray. Pretty. Yeah. It's a pretty gray that almost has a little bit of purple. a purpley, mm -hmm. not purple, but, but when, more. Yeah, you wouldn't, it's an undertone that right. you yeah. would not notice, really. And I tell you how you can research that is just look up French grays. Just Google up French gray colors. and yeah. I, I can't remember the name of it. I'm getting older, but I knew it the last time I was on here. <laughs> and I'll try to think of it. But I think Margot's suggestion is wonderful with kind of dry brushing. Paint the base paint and then kind of dry brush it. Uh, just put the paint on it and just shake it in the can until it's just almost gone and just hit it with a little bit it'll just age it it'll look good and if you don't like it you can just paint back over right. it with your latex paint and, and you're just talking about the white trim that's mm -hmm. around it yes. what about the wall above it what color is that well right now it's something that does not match anything else <laughs> gray it up too could you do both the same color yeah take it all the way the up. trim disappear and turn yeah. it into more the wall i would don't have any definition for the mantle itself. Well, Try it. I would do the same thing. Mm -hmm. Just do it, do it all, all in. The same would you do it all in the same, same finish? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I would do a more matted finish. I wouldn't do a gloss. Okay. I think the gloss is competing with the uh, marble, and I think it would be good to have that contrast between the the. F don't go flat, but go like a matte or a satin eggshell. Eggshell, yeah. Mm -hmm. Kind of keep your shine down a little bit. Just since I mean, I'm not sure what kind of finish that your marble has but i think that'd be pretty and and you could go to the darker color with the mantle like go one shade darker and kind of highlight the the parts that stick out you know the the details of the mantle right now i, I know y'all are all talking about different colors and patterns and mixing it up our walls are light tan and we have crown molding and base molding that's white is that going to be an issue I know we I'd go love gray. gray. I'd go gray. I'd kill the white in there. Yeah. That'd be pretty. And the biggest trend I see coming forth this year is mixing the tans and the grays. And that is, oh, really? yeah. And you look in, fashion usually kind of predicts what's going on in, in commercial and business and interiors. So that is a really huge thing that I've been seeing at all the furniture markets or the 
new gray finishes coming out and mixing them in with the tans. Because they're both a neutral, yeah. so you can you can mix them. Yeah. And a dirty white, not a bright white, mm -hmm. more of a dirty white. All right, Mr. Andy, we're going to wish you luck with Good that luck. one. <laughs> okay, ladies, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, it was, it was so terrific. Well. Was I so hate that our time has come to an end. You want to give out a website, Margo? Um, or sure. where they can find you? I'm at margogramling at gmail.com. And that's G-R-A-M-L-I-N-G. That's my email. Excellent. And Anne, hugs and kisses to oh, you I always. You. Thank you. And folks, coming up next, we're going to have Breaking Chews, followed by Carolyn O'Neill, and we're going to talk about nutrition myths as we eat some junk food. Okay? <laughs> we'll be back with more Atlanta Living right after this. And welcome back, y'all, to Atlanta Living. It is time for Breaking Chews. Now, this is our weekly check-in on all the up-to-the-minute breaking news about local restaurants, chefs, and festivals. I'm here with my foodie correspondent, David Danzig, of the website bitesandsights.net, and also a food writer for Atlanta Social Season Magazine, and, of course, BelindaSkelton.com. David Oh, my gosh. Yesterday, oh. epic lunch that we oh had. Oh, my gosh. Yes, Belinda, you and I had the great fortune to try out our buddy Ford Fry's newest masterpiece. It's called Marcel. And this is in the abattoir, the old abattoir space. It's on Midtown West. That's at uh, Howell Mill and 10th. Mm -hmm. Now, Ford is the genius behind JCT Kitchen and The Optimist, St. Cecilia, King and Duke, number 246, couple of Mextex concepts. He has built this empire of incredible independent restaurants. He scoops up these old spaces, transforms them into not just great restaurants, but these dens of high design and concept, don't you think? Like nothing I've ever seen. I and mean, he's one of the most gifted, holistic restaurant minds that I've seen. It's, it's a complete experience. Everything from the salt shakers to the chandeliers. Yes, I mean, when you walk in, so Marcel, Marcel is named after Marcel Cerdan. He was a French world champion boxer in the 40s. He died in a plane crash. So there's already this incredible backstory. Yeah. Now, the motif is a 1940s, 30s, 40s European steakhouse. And again, this is a an experience. You you walk in, the music puts you instantly in that mode. There's sepia tone photos on the walls. There's vintage boxing gloves, uh, antique taxidermy. Even the steak knives are these faux switchblade. Yeah. Um, the, it just feels like you've stepped into a time machine. The bathrooms. Oh, I didn't go to the bathroom. The bathrooms are part of that. So it's like a movie. If you do a time period piece for a movie, every last detail has to be mm -hmm. perfect. And that is what Ford Fry and Marcel has done. And the food oh. is over the top. We started off with the pommes frites, which is the fried bread uh, made with house. It's served with house ricotta. We did that um, salad Marcel. It's made with duck confit, a shrimp louis with the remoulade sauce. They did oysters bienville. And of course, if you're there, you have to have steak. It's yeah. a steakhouse. So we had La Entrecote, and this was a sirloin steak. It's served with a green sauce vert and... You know, Belinda, he loves smoking things. He loves that wood fire. This is smoky, tender steak. It's the crust all, on that steak was perfection. It's perfection. So this is all, I've got tons of photos at BelindaSkelton.com. Uh, Ford Fry's done this again. It's a great power lunch space. Yes. Great for dinner. The steaks are a little pricey, but oh my gosh, it's amazing. And then they also do an amazing late night menu on the weekends. Cocktails and discounted food from 11 to 2 a.m. Just 
plan to go there, but spend some time, absorb the details and the whole experience. And you've got to see the pictures. Go to BelindaSkelton.com. And where can we find you during the week? Uh, my website at BitesInsights.net and follow me on social media. Excellent. David, we'll catch up with you later next week. Folks, you've been listening to Atlanta Living only on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.